Hey there, welcome back to Light the Fight. And this is DM number six. And as always, we love hearing from you. And we love that we can all kind of learn together with each other's trials, which, you know, I feel like I'm really modeling that for you guys. You guys are watching me share and exposing my <laughs> concerns. And so thank you for following in my lead and sharing your concerns with us. So let's, let's get, let's get at it, shall we? <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number two. Um, and this is a, this is a little different, but again, um, a relationship question, a relationship situation that I'm guessing, now I'm not the, not the one with all the answers, but I think that assertive vulnerability falls in play again here. Okay. Um, she tells us how much she loves her podcast, so we like her. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, she says, I have struggled with depression on and off for 20 years. I've been married for 12. I have three boys ages 10 to 4. One of the questions I'm hoping and praying you could possibly talk about on your podcast is how to help your spouse understand mental illness. My husband is wonderful. I love him, but he doesn't get it. I try to hide my struggle from him. And when I can't feel like let's when I can't feel like he thinks I'm mad at him or feel like he's bugged that I just can't get over it. Um and then she goes on to say, my oldest son, I worry, has anxiety. There have been massive blow-ups in our home when my son is uncontrollably freaking out over something and my husband doesn't know what to do. He also So then that causes the husband to yell and freak out. And then she doesn't know what to do. So we're having a situation where dad doesn't connect with the emotional and mental health issues that mom is having and had before her relationship. She's now seen um, some mental health issues, emotional health issues happening in her son. And so mom has been able to manage dad's responses by hiding them from him, right? But now the son exhibiting some of these same issues doesn't know how to hide it from his dad and basically is, if this continues, is going to have to learn how to hide it from dad until it's, it's a real problem, right? And so how does, how does somebody in an important, loving, like it sounds like, she, you know, she's in a loving marriage, but, uh, and, and I'm going to be the first to admit, for somebody who doesn't struggle, with depression, anxiety, it's hard to understand. So, well, first off, a couple things. One, you can have depression. Well, first of all, thank you for the question, by the way. Thank you for trusting. Um, yeah, yeah. Th thanks for just um, asking the question. You can have depression. She said twenty years, right? Mm -hmm. She, you can have depression for twenty years. So that means you have a PhD in having depression, but you may be in first grade about talking about your depression. And that wasn't a, a disrespectful thing. What I was saying is that you're a lot more experienced in having it and living with it and protecting your husband from it. You might be really good at hiding. She might have a PhD yeah, in hiding yeah. it. 
But go after you listen to this question and give your son a big hug and a kiss. And you don't have to say this, but in your mind, just realize that this is happening. Thank him because it's because it's because of him the cycle can be broken. You do not have the same influence over your husband that your son does. Did she say it's her oldest son? Yes, she did. Mm. We're going to have a whole very interesting podcast on the father-oldest son relationship. And then I'll do a separate one for the mother-oldest daughter relationship. That's put plenty of food on my table throughout the years. Just a little (laughs) quick fact for you. On any given month, 8 out of 10 of the teenagers I counsel, it's not the oldest child in the family. It's the oldest same-sex child. or So it's not the firstborn child. It's the oldest same-sex child. So it's the daughter and the firstborn daughter with the mom, the firstborn son with the father relationship is different than any other relationship in the family, but it's as equally as important as the relationship between a mother and a father. So it's equally as important as a spouse relationship. We'll get into that later. So you got a PhD in having depression, maybe not a PhD in expressing it, talking about it, but definitely a doctorate in hiding it or, or protecting your husband and family from it. So Because, you know, you feel yeah. like it's your fault. And so yeah. you're the one that has to deal with it, not them. Yeah. Well, the problem that I found with depression is that people don't even understand depression. What we've been told, and I'm saying it right here, everybody can quote me on this, what we've been told by many people throughout our life about the story of depression is wrong. There's a story arising out of research that just so happens to be saying the exact same things I've learned as a mental health professional for years. Most of my colleagues is like, yeah, this is, this is what I was thinking the whole entire time. But we just didn't have any facts or research behind it to back it up. So, so the, days, the days of it just being like, oh, you're just unmotivated. You Those just days have are over. a disease. You have an illness that's a chemical dysfunction in your brain that you cannot deal with. So you have to medicate. You have to do these other things. Quick little disclaimer. I'm not saying that medication is not an effective tool for some people in fighting depression, anxiety. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is one example of, for you, that person asking this question is that you need to educate yourself about what's really happening and understanding depression so you can talk about it. So you can be qualified to talk about it. You're qualified to have it, not qualified to talk about it as much. So everyone listening, there's a groundbreaking book that just came out in February. It's called Lost Connections. The author is Johan Hari. It's spelled J-O-H-A-N-N. Separate word, last name, Hari, H-A-R-I. It says, Lost Connection, Uncovering the Real Causes of Depression and the Unexpected Solutions. And it just so happens on the bottom of the front page of the book, it says, This amazing book will change your life, Elton John. I don't know if people knew this, but Elton John has struggled with depression. He's talked about it openly in the past. The point is, not just that Elton John gave a reference to this book. I'm giving a reference to this book. This guy connected dots of lots of research from social scientists, um, just people throughout recent history. And then he went around and traveled the world interviewing people with depression, 
coming up with ideas and concepts and then interviewing other people that have tested these ideas and concepts. So I want you to listen or read to this book and I want you to educate yourself on a specific way to talk about depression because you're going to be coming from a place that makes simple sense. Then if your husband, if you can get him to listen or read to this book even better, I want you to do it first. But if he decides not to, you already have language and information and links that you can point to as facts. Here's a problem that people have in trying to convince their loved ones that depression is real. You're the depressed person trying to plead your case so that if they accept your depression as being real, and I'm saying this in a confrontational situation, then they'd submit to your way of life and everything in their mind says, if I acknowledge what you're going through is real, it's genuine, and I'm patient, and I'm totally going to just take as much time as it takes for you to get through it, in their mind they say, you'll never deal with it then. I'm enabling you, and you'll be stuck where you're at because if you've had depression for 20 years, not to be you know, insensitive, but your husband's argument could be very well, you've had depression for 20 years. You haven't effectively dealt with it, so why should I listen to you about how to handle our son? Just because you can relate to him, you didn't figure it out. Educate yourself. This book is the best accumulation of all the most recent, recent knowledge and research on this subject. Now, again, if your husband does not want to listen or read to the book, you'll at least have the ability to talk to him about it in a different way. This book will change the way you see your son, change the way you see yourself and will help you understand why your husband doesn't understand it. Help you have more realistic expectations of your husband. But again, kiss and thank your son because it's because of him you're going to be able to break the cycle. Your son has more influence to change your husband's belief on this and how he sees it and how he treats you and everybody else because it's an experience with his own child. And everybody knows when it comes to your own kids, you will do anything to protect them even if it means you have to change. Wow. All right. He, <laughs> he just laid it down. And, and I will say, David um, has been sharing bits and pieces. I haven't read the book yet. Um, I, it's, it's game changer. You have no idea how much of a game changer this is. And, and I, you guys, I am on kind of on the opposite side of that. You know, when, when Corey was struggling with depression, anxiety, I saw what I saw and what I thought was not what it was. And so also, Corey had no way of communicating with me about it. He had no way to verbalize it. He couldn't explain it. And, and hiding it, he worked so hard to hide it. So I think to anybody who struggles with depression, anxiety, knows that they struggle with depression, anxiety, to educate yourself so that you give yourself a voice, so that you can help your loved ones understand where you're coming from in an assertive, vulnerable way, that will be a game changer. And you will give yourself the gift of a, of a language and a clarity you'll have a story because yeah. right now your story 
could be I'm depressed because 10,000 reasons. Try to explain that to someone, get them to buy on that. Right. You have to have one story, one narrative that other people can go, oh, yeah, I'll buy that. And then you can start talking about a solution. Most challenges that people come across is that they can't eat with their spouse. I mean, they can't even agree on what the real problem is that needs to be fixed. So if she's saying, here's the problem is the way you're dealing with our son. And then he's saying, well, here's the problem. You've modeled for him how to have all these issues. So I blame you. Well, then if you both think there's two different problems, then now you can't even talk about the next step, which is a solution. Right. And now's the best time for you to act Yeah. because there are no fights in a marriage like the fight over two different ways to handle your child. Again, and job security for me. <laughs> By the way, I don't want that much job security, but <laughs> Heidi makes a great point. Listen to what she's saying. These topics, I, I heard a phrase one time. It says, there are no problems, only how we talk about them. What that meant was in, in as a couple, how do you have an argument if you don't have something to argue about? So if your kid and the way you parent your kid, you have different opinions on, and then you argue about that, guess what? You had different opinions on everything else. Now you have something to argue with your different opinions. Right. Your kid is should not be the object of that. That's just how it happens. Then the kid gets caught in the middle. It's like, oh, I don't want to piss off dad by acting depressed. But then again, I don't want to lie to mom and tell her I'm feeling good when I'm not because mom knows what it's like to be angry, sad, depressed, whatever the scenario is. And so he's going back and forth and he's stressed out and struggling, trying to not disappoint both of you when in reality, he needs to be removed from the equation. This is not about your son. This is about a mutual thing that you guys have had an issue with, which is mental health. And now it's coming out in your son. And the reality is what we're talking about here, what you're talking about in your message is how can I improve my relationship with my husband? Because nobody wants to hide something, especially something that's so difficult and painful. Now you're saying, how can I improve my relationship with my son? And how can I make sure that my husband and my son don't ruin their relationship? This is a These are relationship conversations. And... So it's amazing to me and I'm so grateful that there are tools and that there, that there are solutions. And, and like I've said before, you're not alone. Solutions are available. And just because that, that you don't know what they are yet doesn't mean that they don't exist. So as you put yourself in the driver's seat of learning how learning about more about what's going on inside you and being assertive so that you can learn about that and so that you can educate and, and bless the lives of those whom you know are the most important to you. So now's the time and um, I think that you know that book is a great place to start. And it's good that you read it first instead of asking him to do it. Just by you reading it, it's going to change the way you see your own depression. And you'll, I'll, I'd bet that you'll go to your husband and say, you know what? I've been reading this book lately, and this is the way you should, but this is probably naturally intuitive will come to you. You know, I've been reading this book lately. I'm like, it's blowing my mind. I'm understanding like all these different things. And as your husband sees that you start to put together the pieces 
and you start to make sense of where your depression came from and you start talking about it a different way, guess what happens? He starts to go, maybe, just maybe, my wife can model for my son how to go through it. Because what dad needs is he needs someone to relate to son and mom can relate. He just needs to trust that you can relate and you can model a different life versus son just be just being able to relate to you and that's it. He doesn't want son to only relate to you and then you guys uh, um, just you know talk about your mutual struggles with no end game. And by the way, if he starts to feel that way, naturally and intuitively, he'll start to realize, maybe I should read that book. Maybe I should step up my game. You change your perception of your situation, and other people have to change the way they see you. All right, guys. Thank you. As always, send in your DMs. We'd be happy to answer them and maybe even uh, do an episode on them. So let me just share with you a couple different ways that you can send information to us. Number one, you can go to Elevate Podcasting and email us directly from the website. You can also just type in lightthefightpodcast at gmail.com and email us that way. And to make it super, super easy, you can just jump on Instagram or Facebook, message us direct, and we will um, gather your thoughts and respond accordingly. And I almost forgot to say again, I'm gonna start saying this with every episode. I am a licensed mental health professional I am not your licensed mental health professional. This is just suggestions and ideas that I'm giving to you from my experience, from Heidi's experience. And I just want to say that because I don't want people to think that this is not to replace counseling. It's not to be counseling for you, but it can help you counsel yourself. And in case you're wondering, I have no credentials whatsoever. <laughs> you have a credential in caring. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you have a healthy amount of life challenges to make this entertaining <laughs> that's right so yeah don't uh, don't be like me learn faster that's what that's what i say anyway thanks you guys thanks for listening and see you next time on